Is that is are we? Uh... <laughs> this is the problem with you not having the start button. Yeah, we're in it. We're back. All right, pog, 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 pog. pog. We're back, like um, like uh, um, the LCS split next week. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, possibly. Let's just start with that then. <laughs> what a segue. Uh, no wait. Let's start with the uh, uh, Twitter. Follow us on that. Yeah. And uh, at Losers Pod. Yep. And Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Apple Podcasts. And Apple Music. Album yeah, soon. Yeah. Album soon. Uh, anything um, else? Send us your sads, mads, glads, bads. Mm-hmm. To losersqpodcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Yes. Um. Hmm. All right. Else. So that's it. All right. So LCS. Yep. Um. Uh. Feels like it's in shambles right now. <laughs> it does. It's uh. It's wild. Um. So the thing that really kicked this off, um. Was the um, the announcement that not all like all the teams that are in the LCS don't have to have a NA Challenger League team? Correct. I'm trying to find the the article on it again. Um, basically, like. To break it down easily, the same day that that got announced by Riot Games, like almost every team dropped out, or at least half like, of them. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then I think three of them stuck around. Those three being like FlyQuest, yeah, uh, Team Liquid, and B9, I think. It, yeah, I think it might have been C9. Yeah. But uh, yeah, where was it? Three teams out of the the ten. Uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's not great. Those aren't good numbers. Yeah, I, 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 um, I don't know if it ends up being like, um, how Europe is. Yeah. Where, you know, they they have like a ton of, like other, teams. Yeah. That uh, you know put up for like the EU Masters and uh, ERLs. Um, you know, I guess if. I guess it's not like the worst thing if they just do that, you know, because they, they that's what it's like in uh um what's it called? That's what it's like in LEC yeah. in Europe. Like they don't have to have a um uh what's it called a a rook I, I don't know, a say it. <laughs> lower lower roster team, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. They don't have to have whatever their equivalent of academy is. Yeah, exactly. Some teams do, but like it's not mandatory. And I I guess the idea behind it being mandatory is like kind of ridiculous and it, maybe in theory it opens up more opportunity for other players because I feel like the NA Challenger League is just a bunch of players who already failed in the LCS and that doesn't mean that, you know, they're permanently going to fail, but I yeah. mean I, I mean, you could, you could, <clears throat> you kind of say the same about um, EU Masters and the ERLs. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players that have gone, you know, back and forth between them. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know, sometimes is a bad thing, sometimes a good thing. I agree. I, so I think it can it can help a player develop for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of take that pressure off and get them. Uh, you know, rebuild that confidence before they move back up or whatever, yeah. or maybe they went too early or, um, you know, the, maybe the only opportunities that they have are, are in there. Yeah. In those lower leagues. Um, I don't know. I, at this point, um, I, I do think it, it's, when you think about it, I do think it's kind of ridiculous that they had to have, it was, they were forced to have a team, um, in NACL or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Cause I mean, what if what if a team can't afford that? Um, yeah, I guess I it depends on how much it costs. Obviously, like I I don't mm-hmm. know how like all that works. Um, but yeah, I would also imagine if a team is able to afford their way into the LCS, they aren't, you know, struggling. 
for money? I think I think that, a lot of the that spot is like twenty million. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have uh, no idea how much it is, but um, I do think that uh, some of the money that was in esports, you know, two three years ago, is kind of um, going dry. Yeah, so. I would agree. I mean, it, it might it might be less for an LCS spot now. I don't I don't know for sure, but yeah, um, I know. I know for a fact that uh, players are paid the most in NA. Um, for I I don't I don't know which reason. Probably because they have to pay that much to get these players here. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, I know that they are definitely paid less in in LEC. But I mean I don't know. Maybe that's a smart thing on on their end because, um, you know they're not spending a ton of their money in their their. Saving it for days like like this, where you know the money's starting to dry up, and you know they need it for marketing or whatever. So, sure. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, did you see the thing from the LCS Players Association? I didn't see anything directly from them, but I saw something about a strike. <laughs> yes, which I think is um, very interesting. Basically, a. Uh, I think they call it like a, a walkout or something. Yeah. Um uh so okay, so they have like a an ask their ask of riot. So I'm just gonna kinda go through this and then we can talk about it. Um Institute Valorant style promotion and reg relegation between the LCS and NACL. Absolutely. <laughs> Get these shit ass teams out of here. Yeah, need relegation. It goes like hard. it 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 forces these teams to um like they have to care more now. Yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna get uh they're gonna get relegated. Yep. Um. Let's see. Right. Commit to a revenue pool for player salaries of three hundred thousand per NACL team per year. So what's that? Uh, I guess I don't know what that would be divided by, but um. Let me yeah, let me do the math real quick. Is if that they for, have like the entire team or just the players? I think it's for the entire team. It says for team per NACL team per year. Hmm. Um, I don't know what that is composed of. Like, is that coach and then players? So six people or coach, assistant coach, players, you know, six to seven people. Right. But not every team has an assistant coach. So that is like yeah. coach making it's Yeah. Weird. I mean, if, if, if it's six, then it's like still like $50,000 a year for those guys. Plus whatever, um they are they're paid from their um their org yeah or or their team and stuff so um that takes a lot of pressure off of them and makes it so they uh you know it's a lot easier to have a a team with that with that money yeah um let's see allow lcs orgs to partner with affiliates for cost sharing I don't know what this means exactly. Are they talking like um, something similar to like Rogue and Koi? You know how they like partnered. Did they partner? Or did Koi just buy Rogue's spot? I thought that was it. Koi, uh, it, it was did, like a. Did Koi just buy the entire organization of Rogue? I, I think it might have been that. I I don't know exactly, but. Well, that's similar um, to what NRG did with CLG, is it not? Yes, I I think it's the same thing that's happening here. I think that they bought. You know, they bought CLG. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that's not what that's talking about. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That might just be, like, individual player endorsement, something like that. Yeah, what, yeah what I, does it say? Read uh, it back to me. Allow LCS orgs to partner with affiliates for cost sharing. Hmm. So, yeah. separate endorsements, maybe? I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll we'll go on to the next point. Um, Riot guarantees LCS minimum contracts for the following year for the five players who win the LCS finals, a uh, summer finals each year. I I I don't know. I don't know Weird. if they. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Riot needs to guarantee that. No. Um. Why only the five uh, players? I am. It, it, I has there been a team that's won the summer finals that hasn't like. That's composed of five players that, like, came back the next year and did, like, one of those players didn't have a team. Like, besides maybe Jensen. Even then, he was on Dignitas after. Oh, uh, yeah, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. that I, I, didn't, I didn't really think of that, though. But, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if, 
if they win, then you know they're at least guaranteed a uh, you Someone's know a contract him. for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Gabe's is like you. Someone has to sign this player quite literally. <laughs> it's on us. <laughs> we agreed to this. All right, and then the last point is institute a three slash fives, three fifths roster con- continuity rule to provide players on released NACL rosters first priority in maintaining their slots in the upcoming NACL season if a majority continue to compete together. Uh. So, okay. Um, Here, hold up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this in the Discord so you can, yeah, you can I, see it yeah. more. And then I think I think it'd be a little bit easier for you to get if you can also read it. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. Because just thinking about it, it makes no sense. Okay. Uh, Instituted three-fifths roster continuity rule to provide players on released NACL rosters first priority in maintaining their slots in the upcoming na oh this oh, is for it's like if the teams that no longer have an nacl uh, yeah or whatever groups of players were on teams that are no longer in the league it yeah. gives them priority in maintaining a slot I, what does that mean though like priority like you have priority on an interview with a team that bought a slot is that it first priority in maintaining their slots um, I I guess or like trying out or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. That one's kind of weird. Like it, I guess yeah. it makes sense, but at the same time, like, what? Uh, what if the team just doesn't like you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's seven new teams. I would imagine some of them already have other players in mind. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, I I think the the last two are are kind of weird. Um, yeah. I I definitely I see where they're enough, coming from. I don't know enough about. Uh, the the third one that one's a little bit weird to me as well the LCS orgs or allow LCS orgs to partner with affiliates I, I think I think orgs partnering with affiliates to uh to share some of the costs I think makes sense because yeah. then um you know they're they're able to uh, it just takes less pressure oh, off the orgs so then they quite literally mean like LCS orgs can like partner with their like actual sponsors or affiliates or whatever to like help share the burden whereas before riot games made just the organization like pay is that it i i, I don't think so i think it's i i feel like it was already happening like if you're sponsored by someone then you're probably i mean getting paid way, by them exactly well, yeah and obviously you're probably in that way cost sharing so yeah true Wait, yeah i listen mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, last, the, the last two don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, they seem like yeah. It seemed like kind of just like we deserve this, but like yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're not in the league for a reason, you know. Maybe you need yeah. to evaluate that. Uh, well, well, I think I think the the players getting released, um, you know, from NACL after the announcement. I mean, that's kind of shitty to just like drop your team that was like full ready to play. True. Um. So I I can understand why the the last bullet point is there. Um I the the fourth bullet point I don't I don't really agree with the the Riot has to guarantee LCS minimum contracts for the following year for five players who win the LCS summer finals each year. Yeah, I don't I don't know about it. Yeah, that about one's that. weird. <laughs> but I I do like the other ones. Uh, the first one I, I like um and the the second one I do like also. To be honest though, out of all of these, the one that I don't see going through is the top one. It's the the institute, the relegation. Um, yeah, yes, and Challenger League. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just don't see them doing that. I don't think any team that is paying for the supposedly very expensive LCS roster spot is uh, mm-hmm. is trying to uh, you know lose that roster spot just because their team sucked. Yeah, but um, uh, I who knows? Even though they should. <laughs> no, I agree. I. I think I've been talking about relegation for a while. Mm-hmm. I think every league should have it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I I just don't see that one going through. All of these mm-hmm. other ones, whatever they mean, I think I could see them happening. I mean, even the, even the guaranteed LCS minimum contract for the five players who won in summer. That one's yeah, just I so don't know about that one. It's like, it's like Jensen was, like, making rules, and he <laughs> he was like, I almost didn't make it on a team. I had to play for Dignitas. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, we need to stop this. <laughs> we need to get me on a team for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if it's like on, on a team. It's just like them getting paid their minimum. Yeah, I, 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 guess. I, 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 I don't. Yeah. I'd like to know more about how the contracts work in these, uh, these, these here esports. Because yeah, I like, agree with like <laughs> football and basketball and just every other major sport. Like the contract details are all out there, and yeah. I, like I can tell you right now, like I, I'm trying to think of a, an instance. Like Aaron Rodgers signed a contract like two years ago that was a four year, hundred fifty something million dollar deal, and like. It has claws that are released, but, like, do they have that for, like, this? And like, I have no idea. It, like, basically, he has, like, a no-trade clause, or, like, if he's, like, cut by a certain point, it would cost them X amount of money to pay him off still. But, like, it kind of seems like in the LCS or wherever it is, League of Legends related, someone could just be not on a team, and they're not being paid for that time. I, mm-hmm. don't, know, I don't know if that contract is, like, like that, though. I it's all very confusing to me. So I think there needs yeah. to be more transparency with the community mm-hmm. um, with, like, contract stuff. Yeah. Because um, players uh, are it, – it's like they're like a fucking revolving door. Like, every every other week there's a new roster. In in NA, it's what it feels like. Definitely. Uh, and, and even, like – even in, like, Korea or LPL, like, it, it still happens that way. They field a new roster, like, every split, some teams – I mean, it's not like abnormal. Uh huh. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I always like to know like the contract to like know a team's limits, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what they can can't do with certain players. Whereas, in LCS or League of Legends, period, it kind of just seems like anyone could do whatever they want with any player that they have signed to a contract in quotation marks. Um. Oh wait, oh wait. Here's the here's the teams that have. Uh, you're right. FlyQuest, uh, Team Liquid, and then EG. Oh, so C9 even dropped there challenger yeah. team well and c9 has always been about the the talent pipeline supposedly yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> fake um <laughs> so so basically what is happening is um uh they they have a a walkout um to protest uh all the changes happening with na CL um and Vulcan I think that's Vulcan I don't know some other guy I don't know this guy yeah, the director of the um LCS, LCS yeah he said if we have 26 out of the the 50 LCS players willing to do something I can tell you right now the league's not running so I mean <laughs> going back to LCS's uh LCS fresh page um <laughs> They're feeling pretty fresh, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, I uh, we'll we'll have to see whether or not they play. Uh, next Thursday, the first of uh, uh, June. Yeah. Is is when it starts. Very cool. And we'll see if it starts. <laughs> I hope not. I, I yeah, yeah. I think that'd be um pretty unprecedented. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's been done before in uh, mm-hmm. League of Legends, but first time yeah. for everything. Yeah, I, I think if, I think if there's a lot of support, like in um, in Europe and LCK LPL with their their challenger leagues, um, I I think, I mean, if there's more teams that like wanna are up and coming and they want to participate in this, I think it'd be um, a great idea. Yeah. But you just have to see that support. Um, uh, that, what was the other thing that I saw that I was, there's a point to that. Um, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I uh I think I think all the changes that they're asking for could be very good changes. Um mm-hmm. I even think to an extent every team not having to have a roster spot is a good change because like I said, uh, different organizations coming in might have different talent in mind that they yeah. can bring to the table and I mm-hmm. I just don't see that being bad at all for the community. Oh, the the viewership, that's that's the big thing. The, who the fuck watches 
um, and eight. No one. No one. No. Zero people. Yeah, I don't. And then I couldn't tell you. And then there's um like in EU where they have uh, EU Masters ERLs. I, I think that there's a lot of people that watch that. Yeah, um, I don't. It, I, at least there's there's a much higher viewership than than what what it is here. Fair enough. Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't know if it pulls in like consistent viewership. Maybe like their like big tournament that they do every year. I think mm-hmm. that pulls in pretty good viewership, but just like that does, yes. regular like the LFL split or the like ERL split, however they do it, I don't know how good a viewership that pulls in. I I'm not very familiar, but yeah, I I don't um I I think they they pretty consistently will get um anywhere from ten thousand to to thirty thousand people watching, gotcha. um de- depending on the ERL, depending on the time, you know, sure. depending on what's going on. So, um, so I mean, if there's I mean, it's it, it, sometimes it seems like it's hard to get that kind of viewership LCS-wise. Um, uh, but I think uh, I think if they can make it exciting and make it make it cool, because maybe because the the new orgs that come in, because um, you know the orgs in the LCS don't want to have these um, challenger league teams, uh, making it exciting, kind of like how how Koi did and um, what's the other one, Carmine Corp in. Uh, yeah. EU, they they like hyped up a bunch of shit and did these like matches and stuff and um you know made this this shit like super cool and a lot of people want to watch and that just brings more people to that stuff and more people want to watch it then so yeah um so yeah I think uh I think if 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 I think if there's a chance for that to happen then um I think. I think it can succeed, but if if it just keeps going the way it does, I don't I don't think there's any way that it um, succeeds. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, there there needs to be changes, and hopefully they mm-hmm. actually happen. Yeah. Um, another big thing, TSM, they want out. <laughs> yep they I think they won't be playing this split. Like their spot is up for grabs, I believe. Correct. Uh. Are they are they playing this split? No, I think they're they are playing this split, but oh, their wow. their plans are to, you know, yeah, go no, elsewhere. they're they're going out. They're they're going to another region. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was talked about for a while. I think the last time a LEC spot opened up, there was a lot of talk of TSM moving there, and I thought that was kind of just random. But I think uh, now it seems like it's just more likely than ever. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they want into that China that China market. I'm almost positive that's what he wants. So. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think, I think the they they really Yeah, go ahead. They they really want to it, it was a big point during yeah, exactly. It was he a big point during um during Reggie's video that he's like we want to win worlds. Yeah. Um I mean, good luck. <laughs> um but I do think I do believe that they are playing. Let me go back to I mean, they show uh, up on the they show up on the roster page still, so um I think they, sh- yeah, they're in the schedule too. So yeah, um, so I think they're in the process of getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> yep, they're gone. Yeah. Um, and with that news, it has been announced that after this summer split, so I guess next winter split, whatever it's going to take place for LCS, Bjergsen will be coming out of retirement again. Um, that's uh, for TSM. News. No, not for TSM. <laughs> in <actually>. China. <laughs> China. Better learn China. Chinese, buddy. Uh, no. <laughs> I did see that on on uh, what's his name? Uh, on Reggie's video. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's he's back. Bjergsen is back. Back like Berg. Yep, Bjergsen is back like Bjergsen. That's breaking news that just came out just now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's um, see. Any- <laughs> Someone said I used to pray for times like these, you know, the Michael Jordan thing. Yeah. <laughs> under under his under Reggie's video. Nice. That's so pretty silly. Overall, TSM out of LCS. Probably They're not out. a bad thing. They're gone. Eventually. Yeah. I don't um, I don't think people see it as a bad thing. Yeah. And you know, they're probably gonna go somewhere where they're gonna spend a lot of money to try to win League of Legends. You think they're gonna win League, League of, Legends? of Legends? I think they can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I think if if they're willing to commit the bag, they can do it. And it seems like if they want to win, he's just gonna ball out on a team. True. True. Um. 
yeah, it's it seems like like he would. Yeah. Um All right, let's uh let's talk about MSI since it was the last week. Yeah. Um I don't have Lil Esports open. One moment, please. Um would they already get rid of it? There it is. <laughs> All right. Where do we leave off here? Um JDG versus It was before BLG versus Gen G. That was that was the last game that we didn't get to cover cuz it happened the day after we recorded. Yeah. 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 So Gen G versus BLG. Both of these teams with the G in their name. Pretty massive. Yeah. Um, Gen G has two G's though. True, but they both end in G, and that's all that really matters. So, <laughs> um, true. They both start and end in G, with G well, somewhere. They, they no, they don't both start somewhere. No. What? <laughs> gaming. Make, gaming. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Gaming. Mm -hmm. Um. This was a best of five series. Um. To uh, advance. It was supposed to be. <laughs> Well, it it is still technically best of five. Um, uh -huh. There was no best except for just the best AD carry in the world. Um, at least for this four, five, what six, seven games that he played. Uh, yes, sir. Elk was going crazy in this. Series. I was like, he these guys you. are these guys are definitely making it all the way to the finals. Elk, Elk heard you. You were you were saying when I was talking about BLG last week, I was like Elk was pretty good, and you were like. I think Elk is one of the weak points of this team, and then he honestly he put the team on his back like almost every single game. Uh, I, yeah, I, not I that, think not that they needed to like be carried, but he mm -hmm. performed like so well in this Gen G series. It, it looked like like um, like Ruler Junior. Yeah, I. Um, which he did he end like, up becoming Ruler Junior, but yes, <laughs> it, it definitely did. Uh, he definitely did mirror um, Ruler uh, a lot more. Yeah, I mean he. Just, <laughs> It, this is very much an AD carry meta, and he is—he mm -hmm. was playing hyper carries like it was nobody. And he was business. playing AD carries. Yes, he, he was, but <laughs> like he was playing against like good players. Like Pays has mm -hmm. proven that he's no, a very yeah, solid I agree. player, and he was out team fighting him. Uh, yep. And we'll, we'll talk a bit more about you know other players he played against, but uh, mm -hmm. I, in this series, I felt like he was like, I did he even die? Like I. I'm sure his stat line was very similar to that of Berserkers from Summer yeah. Finals last year, where it was like or, 27 or and like, three over three games. <laughs> or like any game that that ruler played, it felt like he just never died. Literally, and, and Elk mm -hmm. was on on that level in this mm -hmm. best of three against Genji. Um, on, however, yeah, he died. <laughs> true, he did. But uh, honestly, I could say it was for the greater good. I I went back and I uh, when I was just had your thought in my my head about about on you know inting yeah um sometimes yeah you can you definitely see it in um in the rest of their run in msi yes i i would agree with that he's a he's a bit of a sprinter but you know what i think most supports are yes that's sir you it, gotta be yeah, you gotta have it in your fucking blood yeah <laughs> you gotta you gotta know when to sprint it like there's appropriate exactly. sprinting for sure mm -hmm. um um but this series went three games <laughs> um blg were on a fucking rampage i thought this was going to be close um just coming off of the the win that gen g had over over c9 it was like they weren't going to let anything stop them yeah i mean unfortunately going from c9 to blg is like big difference it's a big <laughs> difference it's a huge difference <laughs> yeah um but i i kind of feel like gen g were never really willing to i I know this is a very AD carry meta, and I I think a lot of their comps were drafted to, like, fight around pays, but mm -hmm. I don't think Chovy ever really got a chance to play, like, a real champion. Like, he was mm -hmm. on he was on Lissandra in game one. Game two, he was on, I think, Annie. And then, yeah, he was on Annie in game two, and then game three, he was also on Annie. So, like, they were yeah. just like, Chovy, guess what you get to do? Play a point flash. CC mage. Yep, and flash stun. That's literally, it. Literally, flash stun, and that's all. And <laughs> I think... It didn't really give him the opportunity to showcase what he can do as a player. Mm -hmm. um, relegating him to Annie and uh, Lissandra kind of lame. Um, let him. I think... Let him play the Ari. Give him some of that. Give him some Kaysante. Give him some Jace. Let I him think. Uh, I think Lissandra. He. 
um, he can, you know, show show some skill expression on on Lissandra, um, but the the Annie, I don't, I think it's tough. <laughs> I think Lissandra is just a flashier version of Annie. She's just Annie with a dash. If we're being completely honest, in my eyes, with, I, the, with the little hooky thing. Literally, it's I I don't know. I Lissandra, I guess you could say she has some skill expression, but. She really is just a CC champion at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, it, you just build Everfrost, you build, you, you like max out your stun, and you just stun whoever shows up. You're just constantly looking for picks. And yep. I think you can do that with champions like Ari or um, I just give them something flashier or more like damage oriented like the Jace. Where, whereas with like Annie, I, he was basically a non-factor in these last two games in my opinion. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they thought he was just going to get gapped by Yagao, which he kind of did. But I think that was just due to the fact that he was on these champions that are just made for utility. Yeah. Um. So free Chovy, not literally from Genji. Just let him cook. I think he. <laughs> I think there's a reason people think he's like one of the best players in the world. Um. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they gave him an opportunity to show that. And uh, Peanut, I would say, kind of had another disaster class. Uh, throughout this entire best of three, he was mm-hmm. he was having some rough games. He was on the Kindred one of these games that was probably one of the worst games. I think it was like the last yeah. game. It was fairly like fairly quiet throughout the uh, <laughs> throughout this this series. Literally, and he was on comfort picks too. Like he he got mm-hmm. both Vi and Wukong in back to back games, and he was just looking really smelly. I think mm-hmm. maybe they should have had him on the Sejuani a little bit. Um, I I think Sejuani is a very good pick in his hands, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I I just think that this was a really underwhelming uh, best of three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it could have been five games. It wasn't. <laughs> it was not. Yeah, uh, Genji did not show up. So, no. um, so that knocks Genji out of uh, MSI. Yep. Um, and BLG move on to face T1. Yep. <sighs> Another series uh, where uh, there was. Yeah. <laughs> so this. This uh did not go as I expected it. Um, no, I think, I think you had Gen G beating Billy Billy. I yeah. don't remember what I had. Um, I think you, you you may have had it switched. Okay. Or no, I think I think this I think we both had Gen G winning, but we might have. I think this one we we switched. Yeah, I think you had Gen G winning this against T one, yeah. and I had T one yeah. winning. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyways, neither of us were right. Billy Billy played T1, and they kind of destroyed him, if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, the one game, uh, I, I agree. The one game T1 won, it felt like they had to claw their way to a victory. Yeah, um, it, it felt it felt kind of Fiesta-like also. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, think, I think T1 excels in those instances where it's very Fiesta-like. <laughs> yeah, usually. But I think uh, it was kind of just AD carry diff in a lot of the fights. I mean, a lot of the fights really yeah. just came down to the fact that Elk could not be touched. Um, he yeah, was just I, I, like on another level, and yeah, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if the the play style fits, um, you know, fits T one as it does, um, some of these other teams. Yeah, does does that make sense? I feel like, you know, when they're when they're all a very cohesive uh, unit playing together, where you know everyone is supporting everybody in the in the team fight um then they excel a lot better at that but when it comes to all right we're only supporting this one person um you know let them do the thing and then it's like i think it's a little bit tougher for them i would agree with that um i think it's it's much harder to play in a meta where it's an 80 carry meta if you're not used to playing around just your 80 carry yeah and i would I say agree. that is kind of this team in a nutshell they don't just play through guma they have they have talent all over the place, so they play through mm-hmm. like, one game. They can play through Zeus or Owner or Warner, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. And I even Faker to an extent. I would say they're never really playing through Faker, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not like out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um. um one good thing about this, uh, there was, um, no uh, Faker on Nautilus. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, that is a plus. Uh huh. Um. I, I would say that uh, that pick was, uh, like I said, kind of just a limit test for them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they realized that their limits were tested. Um, and it's not very good. Yeah. It's, it's not very good for, for, for their play style. Yeah. yeah. And his play style. Um, 
I, I, I'm not a huge fan of their drafts throughout this. I don't know if Yeah, they, I agree. I, they couldn't ever really get their hands on the Jinx. They kind of mm-hmm. gave Jinx up a couple of times, and I feel like Guma is pretty good on the Jinx. Um, so I think that's a bit of a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Not that he's bad on, like, the Aphelios or something like that, but they were constantly going for, like, Zyra Khan. Um, yeah. I, I, I just don't think Zyra Khan could keep up in a meta where someone's on Jinx. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think if, if that's your plan, you just you just ban them out. You just ban out the, the 280 carries, the two hyper carries. Well, I guess there's 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 like Zeri, Aphelio, too. Aphelio, Zeri, Jigs. I think they're all, like, the hyper carries, basically. Cause, or just ban out those, you know, ban out uh, two of the three. Ban. Lucian's also going to catch a true. ban. And then you, got, mm-hmm. then you got stuff like Vi that needs to get banned every now and then. Or... All right, it's tough. Yeah, no, it, it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't just do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, they had some weird priority on Maokai, which I kind of feel like Maokai has fallen by the wayside in popularity, but there was, there was heavy priority on it this series. Um, yeah, it felt like... Any team that picked it, uh, it just didn't have that same impact that it did um, when it was first started to be played. It's like it's it's been figured out, and um, and now people know how to play around it. So it's like it, it its impact isn't as as heavy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, mm-hmm. It, uh, but T one doesn't. They they think that it's uh, it's worth a ban or worth a pick. So mm-hmm. um, maybe they just were afraid of Jean on it. Um, I'm sure in scrimmages, they probably know a lot more than we do. Maybe it's like Jun's go-to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, but overall, I kind of just feel like BLG was the more cohesive unit as a team, um, mm-hmm. in this entire best of three, even the game that they lost, I still felt like they were the better team. Um, yeah. and it wasn't like a complete wash, you know, like BLG didn't just wipe the floor with them, even in the games that they did win. Cause it felt like. I, I don't remember if it was game one where T1 had a pretty big lead and BLG won, like, one team fight and then the game just ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just how they do it. Um, they they looked really good the entire time. Um, Warner didn't look so good. Zeus was very quiet this entire series. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I, I think T1 as a unit will be good again. Um, I think this team has still a very high ceiling. That's obvious. This is actually the first grand final that they've missed as a team, as this yeah. this five-man roster has missed, which is mm-hmm. a crazy stat. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone that they could have gone to up until this one, they've been to. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. But um, that's over now. So Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think that they keep the same roster, or do you think they, they change anything? For summer? Yeah. I think they keep the same roster. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any way unless a player asks out specifically. Um, uh, what about um, uh, what about after Worlds? Do you think they change anything for next year? They I keep... think that depends on if they win or not. Depends on on how they do at Worlds. Yeah, if they win, okay. they're staying together. If they don't, yeah, probably probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with that. You you're looking at future TSM Cornerstone player Caria. If they if they lose at Worlds, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, possibly. <laughs> he's, about to, he's about to get the bag. <laughs> uh huh. Yes, sir. Um. But anyways, <laughs> that leads us to BLG versus Jim Jim's Dog Gaming Esport Intel Esports Club. Uh huh. Uh yeah. Not a single G in here besides the one G. JDG Intel Esports Club. Yeah, there's a G. <laughs> yeah, besides that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so besides the one G, no G's. Yeah. There's no G's um, at all, except for the one. Yeah. Yeah. None, except for that. that yeah, you know, none the one. except for the one. Yeah. Um, I I actually just uh, finished watching it before this. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so <laughs> you were talking about Elk being Ruler Jr., and I would agree because Ruler made Elk his son. In this yeah, best of, he sure did. <laughs> in this best of five, um, uh-huh. JDG just looked unstoppable. I don't know. If oh there's any my other god, they did. It. Yes, they, it, uh-huh. this BLG team was steamrolling teams that you and I both had high praise for, mm-hmm. uh, and then they just walked into JDG, Jim Dog Gaming, Intel Esports Club. Sorry, um, and <laughs> they just, I, 
I don't know, man. This team looks scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, extremely scary. Kanavi playing like a madman. Knight mm-hmm. playing like he's the best player in the world once again. Ruler mm-hmm. is probably the best AD carry in the world again. Yeah. Uh, for this meta, for, for what's going on right now, this play style, this meta, he's he's by far the best AD carry. Absolutely. Um, Missing even had a good game, which yep. doesn't happen often. <laughs> That's a joke. He's good. Um, three six nine is still three six nine, and the, the dice roll was always landing nine this time. So, uh, sure was. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, they even they even busted out the Nautilus jungle. They busted mm-hmm. out the Nautilus jungle in game one. I loved. The yeah, that game. was that was awesome. That was pretty sick. Um, um, I didn't think that they were gonna win that game. They won that game. Of course, they won that game. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh huh. Um, BLG pulled out the the vein. Um, I in the third game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, no, that was really questionable. I, I think in theory, Vayne against Sejuani and uh, Scion seems pretty cool, right? But like, you got to get a lot of autos off on them, even for it to have an mm-hmm. impact. And yeah. you have to get ahead in lane first of all. And yeah, you have to have that opportunity to get the get the the free fire on them. Literally, and you so, you're just not gonna do that. It it is an uh-uh. easy carry that like. Has hyper carry potential, but this draft of this third game from them has like no wave clear. Like the most wave clear mm-hmm. they have on their champions is like Annie and Kennen, whereas Vayne as an AD carry has like none. Yeah, they. So I, I think they they could just tough. force it under their tower, and then they're just like they. I think they got dove like three times. Yeah, I believe um, it. And it it was it was rough, um, mm-hmm. and it sucked to see that in the last game. Like I'm okay with like the cute, you know. Uh, like non-meta AD carry pick, but in the last game of MSI, like or your like MSI tournament life on the line, or yeah, I it just felt a little. Uh, we're here for a good time, not a long time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah. Um. So with that being said, Elk uh, looked like a deer in the headlights in these three games. <laughs> um, um. And ruler that, did well, not... four games. It went four? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know um, I remember that one. This was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's because they let Jun get the Maokai. That's where they fucked up. T1 there it was. They were doing. <laughs> um, the, the, the last game, though, was not even close. No. Um, like, it, w- it was done at... It was done like, like yeah, twenty two minutes. Like, holy shit, dude. Um, yeah, tough to beat. Uh, tough to beat that JDG team. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I. Uh, it's crazy that like when BLG were playing against like T one and Gen G, I was like, man, it really feels like the gap between these teams is a lot bigger than like I expected. Uh-huh. Um, and then when BLG played JDG, I was like, man, the gap between this team and that team. It's crazy. So imagine <laughs> the gap between, like, Gen G and BL JDG. Mm-hmm. But and then I was kind of thinking about it more. But like, T one took this JDG team to five games. So I mean, ah, uh, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, JDG eh. has had BLG's number the entire year. Like they they mm-hmm. beat them. I think I think in the regular season, season they've beat them every time. Yeah, and even in they played them twice in playoffs. I'm pretty sure. And they, I'm pretty sure they beat them every time as well. Fairly, I, mm-hmm. I know they did. And then they beat them earlier in this tournament. So it's, <laughs> they they kind of have their number. It's yeah. uh, it's a little rough for them, mm-hmm. for for Billy Billy. So maybe if they maybe if they go to another international tournament and they don't have to play against Jim Donk Gaming in, Intel Esports Club, mm. um, <laughs> they can they can they can win yeah, it. Yeah, maybe they'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but if if they run into Jim's dog. It's done for. Yeah, what do you, um, what do you think of MSI overall? I wish I could have watched more of it live. I wish I could have watched any of it live. I should say I didn't see any of this live. Um, yeah, so I, I, don't, I saw some of it live. I don't know much about like the production quality of it. Not that that really fucking matters, but I didn't have to sit through one analyst segment, so that was pretty cool. Um, and I, overall. You know, the stage looked kind of cool. I like the aesthetic, I guess. The, like, Defy stuff was a little, uh... Defy. Yeah. I, uh... 
you know, overall, MSI, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I. What about what about like the games and stuff? Um, you know, as exciting as previous years. No, I think outside of well, I would say last year was pretty lame, and the year before that even. Yeah. Um, outside of this, uh, Jim Dog Gaming Intel Esports Club versus T1 Best of Five, I would say there wasn't anything that was uh, too exciting. Yeah, I I I agree. Um, I think this one, I don't know, I I. In my, I guess, guess Gen G T one was pretty exciting, but yeah. In my, in my soul, I don't, uh, I don't love this, uh, this, this meta right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it, but it definitely felt more like it was very samey. All the games, that's what all the games, team fights feel very samey to me. Yeah, I don't know if I feel that way, but it definitely, uh, it kind of dawned on me, especially in these last few best of fives that I watched, that, like, it, it kind of just depended on who was better at playing AD carry. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, it, and maybe that's because uh, I, I think I saw a lot of Jinx and Zeri get through, and I think every time Jinx or Zeri got through, that player won. So, um, <laughs> I think maybe that could be part of it. Yeah, I, I think Aphelios had a rough go of it. Yeah. Um. It, it didn't seem like it's. I I definitely think that uh, Jinx is probably the best AD carry right now. I would agree. Um. And then it's. I think it's a. It's pretty close between Zeri and uh, Felios. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And Bo um, seems to think that Vayne is in the the top four. So. Nope. Nope, not I, there. Well, if we're being honest, <laughs> Lucian is probably the best AD carry because he—I think he's just got like a hundred percent ban rate. Oh yeah, yeah, that—that that would also um, make sense. Yeah. So. Um, I guess I never saw it, so I didn't think about it. No, literally, it, but, um, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this mm-hmm. shit just wasn't making it through. It's banned in yeah. literally every screenshot I have of uh, <laughs> of the games that I watched. So. Yeah. Um, I believe it. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um. <laughs> But yeah, fix fix the fucking game. Let's hope that this fucking patch that Riot Freak Esports AD carries local cuckold um <laughs> implemented into the game. Let's hope that he, he fixed it, even though he just yeah, loves to see people fucking we've, shoot people. Yeah, we've played it a little bit. Um uh, I don't know if I felt uh allowed the effects yet or, or I you know know how to play with the new the new uh new items. Um, the new reworks, the new everything, because they did they changed it quite a lot. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I didn't read the patch notes. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna pretend to know. But on a surface level, my opinion on the matter kind of feels like they wanted to like take you away from being able to build Gale Force and IE slash Navori. So mm-hmm. they're like, we'll make Navori and IE mythics. That way you can't build Gale Force with these items, and that kind of just feels like. It's them compensating for how strong Gale Force is more than anything. <laughs> I mean, I think Gale Force is insane. Correct. It is. It's insane. I it's it's literally a dash. <laughs> yeah. And now you like it's kinda wild to me that eighty carries got to keep their dash, but like none of the other like tanks got a dash or like bruisers got a dash with like what is that? What's the whip item? The Stridebreaker. Uh... They had a dash, yeah. and now it's gone. And that's fine. I think it should be, but I don't think AD carries should have been given one. Yeah, I don't know. It just, like, like the point of them is to be immobile. <laughs> well, see, it, it helps compensate for the champions that are immobile. Or it yeah. helps, like, with the catch-up. So, like, it, it's fine, but it shouldn't be It shouldn't be like this. It really it shouldn't. It just shouldn't be in a mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Like, I, uh... I, on one end, I could see, like, AD carries flashes down. He's just insta dead if an assassin jumps on him, right? Yeah. Um. Now he has Gale Force to hopefully survive it, but it's not. It's not making like a huge difference. I'd say the biggest difference is, it, every. It's just better than every other mythic currently. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. the IE patch, now IE is a mythic, so you kind of have to build IE or Navori mm-hmm. in that instance is a mythic, yeah. so you have to build that. So it, it, it kind of just feels like they were trying to just make other mythics on par in strength or necessity um mm-hmm. with gale force yeah we'll we'll have to see what uh what happens during uh these first uh first few weeks of of the split 
yeah, that's I'm more excited to see how they like play with the the meta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Because like I, me just playing the game, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it means as much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, we could do the media review. Um, we also have the Asia Asian game teams. Yeah, why, why don't you just well, let's talk about that real quick. I gotta freaking find it again. Dan, always prepared. Here we go. Um, all right, the Team Korea Asian Games hey, team. Let me guess. Do they hang on? Go. Do you know how it's selected? I have no idea. Okay, you know, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say names. All right, so we've got. Hang on. Top lane. Oh, top. There's there's oh, oh, there's one two three four five. There's six players. Um. On each team, or just in the top lane. Uh, on on the team, there's one sub. Okay, I'm gonna guess. All right, so I'm gonna start with top lane. It's theirs. Yes. Okay, jungler. <laughs> I want to just say wonder, but that doesn't sound right. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say Warner. I'm gonna also, say. Also, oh. this is for the team of Korea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I figured. Okay. I yep. figured that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Let's go with Cuz. Uh, incorrect. All right, just tell me who it is then. Kanavi. Ah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wait. Don't you hit? Huh. Okay. Just because you play in in China doesn't mean you're. Wait, you I know. thought that was like the whole point of like, what's his name? Viper coming back to Korea. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, mid lane faker. Yes. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, eighty carry. Deft. No. Okay. <laughs> Ruler. Ruler. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was my real guess, but I I wanted to throw out <laughs> Deft because I I figured like Faker's not the best mid laner of all the mid laners they could have picked, but they went with Faker because he's fucking Faker, and I think <laughs> Deft kind Correct. of ascended to that like level of player where it's like it's fucking Deft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I guess not. And then support uh, Caria. All right. Yes. Yeah. Who's their sub? And what position does oh, do they it's, play? It's a mid laner. It's Chovy. Yes, it is. Holy shit! I'm crazy. <laughs> you are kind of cracked. Yeah. I got everything right mm. except for jungle, and that's because I didn't think of China. China. <laughs> yeah. I I'd like to watch that. Um, yeah. I probably won't, but I'd like to. Yeah. I I'm in. <laughs> I think I'm in the same boat. <laughs> That's funny. That's all right. Funny. Um, all right. Do we want to do the media review? Or do we want to, you know, hold off? <laughs> Wait, hang on. No, no, no. We could, we could do the media review. But I, I was just looking at. I, I remember we, we were talking about, uh, Fred and Breon now being okay, bro. Okay, bro. But if you look at their logo, it's like okay, man, Breon. So it's like okay, man, bro. Okay, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really funny. I couldn't stop laughing at it once I saw it, so I figured I should say something. Okay, man, bro. Okay, man, bro. <laughs> okay, man, bro. It is. Uh, it's even funnier. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. On Bob. On Bob. Um. Okay, media review. Today we're talking about air. Did you breathe air. any today, Dan? All day. All day? <laughs> Every <Wow>. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was kind of off of it for a couple days, and I uh, I hopped back on in anticipation yeah. of the media review. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can I can honestly say I, I did miss it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I, I, I figured you would have missed it. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it's – I would say it's borderline mandatory. Yeah. Um, borderline? <laughs> borderline. It's <laughs> – you know, like certain things. What did you? Get, what like, were you breathing? Uh, the days you weren't breathing. Don't worry air. about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's let's give a little premise of this movie. MJ. There it is. Nike. Said enough. Jordan. Um. Just in case MJ got mistaken with Michael Jackson. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Chris Tucker. Uh, do you understand? Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Huh? No, nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't even else, hear what you say. Nothing. I didn't say anything. Jason Bateman is in this movie. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I th- I think the cast is great here. I 100% agree. I, I think everyone does a um, great job. 
the premise of this movie is also awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically about Nike's pitch to Michael Jordan to get him to sign with them as yeah. their as their star athlete, mm-hmm. um, as their their guy. Yeah, which uh, you know, I think it I think it's safe to say that them going all in on someone like Michael Jordan paid off. Do you think that um, they were lucky, or do you think no? You think Matt Damon's character really knew? He's like, oh, yes. That guy's going to be so fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think the the scene where where they u- or that he uses to like pitch and I who knows how much of this is like a dramatization of what actually happened, right? Yeah. It's hard to say, but there's a scene in the movie specifically where Matt Damon is watching film on Jordan and it, it's like where he he realizes It's where he finds out that Michael Jordan is him. Exactly. Literally <laughs> it it's it's like the last shot of the game. He knows it's going to Michael Jordan because it's drawn up that way. And you can tell, but he can tell Michael Jordan's going to be the guy because he's just calm and composed the entire time. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. it shows how much of a cold-blooded killer the dude is. And I think that's the truth. I think that dude was a cold-blooded killer from birth. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he absolutely <laughs> is him. And he, Ball. he yeah, he's mm-hmm. the goat for a reason. Correct. Yeah. Um, I I I loved this movie. <laughs> I I also really loved this movie. This movie. Yeah. I when I first saw trailers for this movie, we were both like, "All right, we got to see this." <laughs> well, my initial reaction was, first of all, trailers lately for me, they just they aren't doing it. Okay, every trailer Not I see, good. I'm like, I I don't want to see this movie anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> this this one was no exception to the rule. First of all, but I mm-hmm. I I saw it was getting good reviews. And I, I was like, you know what? If I just don't think of that trailer, I'm sure this will be good. And the movie, very good. Um, yeah, I, I do not. I have not had the same feeling about about trailers. Um, I'm happy for you. I, I, yeah. I guess I, I guess I don't know. Um, I don't take it as as seriously. I guess I don't know if I don't know if that's the case. But um, I would say it's and, less and, a matter of taking it seriously. I just find like the editing of them like to be really like. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wish I could describe it, but someone out there knows what I mean. Yeah, I, I just like I don't really. I guess I, I should have said in my opinion, I don't, I don't take them very seriously, so I don't, I don't, you know, care you about make, it as much. Trying to make me much. look bad right now, Dan. Is that what this is? No, I'm just saying that I'll, we have a different. I'll get real hostile if you want me to. <laughs> no, I, I do not wish that. Gotcha. Well, it's too late. I'm hostile now. <laughs> um, I, I just think that we have a. Uh, differing opinions on it and yeah. and how much it, it affects you know whether or not we're gonna like a movie or or not and you know what that's not okay mm-hmm. um we yeah we i agree have... you should you should change <laughs> <laughs> no i think you should change dan uh no <laughs> all right well that's that <laughs> we're at an impasse <laughs> we, we tried oh well uh-huh. um um all right well that's that yeah. Glad we, sorry, uh, sorry. There's a, there's a movie trailer on right now for a movie that I I want to see. Brutal. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think uh this movie, it it caught me off guard by how good the performances were. To be honest with you, I think, I think what really caught me off guard was how good Chris Tucker was in this movie because I've only yeah. ever really seen him in comedic roles, mm-hmm. and he while being funny is also very good in mm-hmm. this like pseudo dramatic role um yeah not- oh my god he was so good in this movie <laughs> he's, he's literally like probably my favorite part of the entire movie yeah um, uh-huh. ben affleck to an extent is pretty funny as this like yeah. overconfident like runner dude bro CEO. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and matt uh-huh. damon of course he's you know he's he's always you know Ugh. i feel like he's always playing matt damon which is fine you know yeah I, yeah yeah he's, he's charismatic mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. he's he's got like a couple of different monologues in this entire movie, and mm-hmm. all of them are greater than the next. His his entire speech in the sales pitch to Michael Jordan is, it it's moving. It moves the needle. It does it yeah. does something for me. <laughs> um, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think a lot of these movies that uh that Ben Stiller has produced. Ben Stiller. Um, oh, sorry, not Ben Stiller. Ben Affleck. Um. <laughs> Different Ben. <laughs> Different Ben. Um, the ones that uh, that Ben Affleck has produced or you know had a had a hand in directing. Yeah, I mean um, he directed this one. Yeah. Yeah. Have uh, 
have been very good. <laughs> I agree. I mean, he's he's got a pretty solid track record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, there's not much else to say. I, the town mm-hmm. is a masterpiece of a film. Oh, yes, it is. Um, um, yeah, I, did did he do Triple Frontier also? You know, I don't know, but I, if the, if if he did, that one's uh, it's immediately one of his worst. Uh, I I didn't mind it. Yeah, no, I think it's fine, but I think just in comparison, not Triple good. Triple Frontier. Let's see. Who? What do you need? What do you need a second one for? Wouldn't it be like Six Frontier? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, he didn't do this one. Good for him. Yeah. Um. He's like hardly in that one too, right? Yeah. He like dies. Um, spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. He dies. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> like thirty minutes into the movie, he's just. Dead. I was pretty surprised. I was like, oh shit, he did. They killed. They killed Ben Fleck. They killed him. <laughs> He's also known um, for classics such as Daredevil, which I mean mm-hmm. he didn't direct it, but he's in it. Yeah, there's there's some movies that he's in that uh, are good. not very good, but yeah. there's but the ones that he he directs or produces or uh, both, um, those usually turn out pretty good. So um, stick with those, Ben. <laughs> you know what? Now I gotta look at his producer credits. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Um, but uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I, I've always liked his movies. Um, I will continue liking them. Um, and I, I think this one was great. I think if you, even if you don't like basketball or you're not like a huge fan or you don't keep up with it or whatever, um, I think I think you'd like it. Um, I don't I don't follow basketball. Um, I don't uh, care much for basketball or shoes. And I was like, this movie's gonna be awesome. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. If you like movies with people talking. Um, this, this is one for you. This is one of them. It's, it absolutely is, but it does it better than a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. I agree. Um, so, good movie. Mm-hmm. Should we rate it? Yeah, of course we should rate it. What are you giving it, Dan? Eight. Yeah, I'm feeling the eight. I'm good with an yeah. eight. Yeah, I think it was a very solid eight. That might be the first time we've agreed on a movie score. Very possibly. Very possibly. <laughs> and you know what? That's a good thing. We're coming around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. <laughs> uh, the only time I talk to you is on this podcast, so I'm glad we're finally coming <laughs> around. <laughs> True. It's literally the only time I talk to you. Good. Glad we're glad we're finally warming up to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, we really just haven't been friends until recently. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Till uh, till about about ten episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk um, about how this is like the nice episode? This is this is the one, by the way. In yeah, case you forget, nice. it's the one. Nice. Nice. It's the best one. I mean, what more can you say about it? Nothing. I don't think there's any other word that could sum up what this episode is, to be honest. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you think we'll reach All the right. other funny number milestone? 420? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's usually like the number two that people think of if not number one for some i don't know the number two that i think of is, is it just number two <laughs> it's poopy <laughs> it's just poop is that actually it? No, it's just a joke oh. <laughs> um but uh but uh but uh i i mean, I mean maybe yeah we can probably make it yeah we could probably let's make try it. and make it yeah, yeah i mean fuck we, it. our friendship just started so yeah, you know, so we got a long, uh, a long number of years. Do we yeah. think league makes it that long, though? <laughs> you know, that's an even better question. Yeah, <laughs> I'll answer that with what game would we replace it with? Yes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if if league died, what would we replace it with? And also, the answer was yes. League Remember? makes it that far. Uh, yes. Okay. But what game would um, we replace it with? Uh, let's go back to our roots, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we discussed that the other day. That really is our roots. I know. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> I was started, like, oh, I'll, I'll get a little callback action going. It started here. with Dan gaming on his laptop, us playing, mm-hmm. believe it or not, Fortnite. Get down. Mm-hmm. Get down. I um haven't played it since. <laughs> <laughs> me either. <laughs> 
I'm glad we we haven't played it since. Yeah, you used to be you used to be very anti league. I I mean, my my reasons are valid no, and they are I, still valid, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm not I'm not doubting. I'm just saying you used to be so mm-hmm. anti league. We played Fortnite. I know that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> you know, honestly, now look at us. Now look at us. <laughs> just became friends <laughs> seven <laughs> years later. <laughs> Uh-huh. Eight years later? Six? Five? Five? Long years? time. Been a while. Been a while. Yep, that's the song. <laughs> yeah, I think I've known you for ten days. Um say almost probably almost a decade. No way. Maybe seven or eight years. Yeah, probably close to that. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. It's like seven. Long time. Long time. All right. Here's that's to, us. Here's to 69 more episodes, Dan. And nice. And seven more years. <laughs> nice. On Bob. On Bob. <laughs> okay, bro, man. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro, man. Okay, uh, man, bro. Okay, man, bro. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words, Dan? Nice. Nice.